0: This is the OHL and 60 podcast. I'm Reese along with Colin Ward. And Colin, we thought last week was exciting, getting ready for weekend number one, which it was. It was pretty exciting. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun on the weekend. Uh, but I'd really say this now. is a pretty good follow-up to week one of the yeah, season. So. Like, we got, a, we got a lot of stuff going on.
1: A lot of headlines, a lot of transactions, some recent news for us personally. Yeah. Um. There's a lot going on. Um. Featured game. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on this week, and I mean, that's what happens, right? You get into you get into the season. Next thing you know, it just flies by. Next thing you know, it's gonna be Christmas. Yeah. And
0: World Junior time.
1: Yeah. yeah and no. I'll actually watch because it's not in August. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. There's gonna be a lot of talks too about the World Junior team because there's a lot of guys in the OHL that are gonna fly under the radar that are gonna get invites. They're pretty good, so. Yeah. It's exciting times, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, um, might as well start with that personal news you mentioned there. Uh, there, Colin. Um, as of well, what day is it?
1: The sixth.
0: As of October sixth, episode one will debut of the yeah. newest edition to the Bulldogs Audio Network, the Hammertown Podcast. We're keeping it going from last year's playoffs we are going to continue to be the hammer calling uh yeah. hammertown podcast uh we're, we're pumped for it we met with reed duffy yeah last monday
1: contract and, negotiations uh, we wanted to ring yeah. out of it yeah. which we are getting so <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> right on
0: yeah 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 we, we almost provided our mailing addresses but uh we'll be there yeah. for opening night so that's not necessary but
1: yeah uh, it's exciting
0: Yeah, it's, uh, no, we're excited for sure. And I mean, shout out to storm as well, um, for, for helping getting the ball rolling. And I mean, no props to all the Bulldogs fans out there and OHL fans out there for, you know, enjoying the content on the Bulldogs audio network. You know, it's something that is going to be around for very long time. Of course, all Hamilton Bulldogs games are broadcasted there, um, it's just, it, it it's where Blood it's going, easy. where the industry's going, right? It's it's all online. We've seen how successful the uh, uh, Ticats Audio Network has been. And I mean, the Bulldogs are, they had the idea first. So we gonna, gotta mention gonna, that we're going to stick with that because we got we're confirmation from Reed Duffy that uh, on this show, actually, we got confirmation from that, that it was their idea. <laughs> we just couldn't play because there wasn't a season. So, you know, tough to really announce something like that, but the Bulldogs thought of it first and uh yeah, it's, it's just going up from here. So, uh, yeah, big shout big out guy. to the
1: Bulldogs organization, and we're just pumped to get her going. Well, you know what's pretty cool about that? The Anaheim Ducks announcing an audio network as well in the NHL. So, the first NHL audio network, Anaheim Ducks. So, that's pretty cool. Hamilton became. You no, know, I, I, would like to think know, that
0: we took some, uh, we had a part in that, Maddie Rowe, yeah. the, uh, the effect, um, yeah, the, you know, bull, the Ducks keeping tabs on uh, Mason McTavish with the Bulldogs last year, with this show being Woo-hoo! on the Bulldogs Audio Network. That's kinda, two. Kinda that's two effects in one forward, week. So, there you go, what a banger,
1: boom, hammered down. What a like, what a banger. We had two effects now in one week, yeah. opening week. How are you? Like, not a big deal, but yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Now I'm all excited. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be
0: fun, Colin. They um, got time. this show all planned out, ready to go, ahead of opening night, Saturday, First Ontario Centre. If you don't have tickets, buy them. Yeah, uh, there cool, are man. four banners that are going to the rafters at First Ontario Centre. Uh, first 5,000 get championship rings. If you and haven't bought nice. your championship merch, I'm sure they're going to have this store fully stocked and yeah get there because when the bulldogs score their first goal you might win a uh, bud light red light and those are pretty cool so
1: yes or budweiser 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 red light bud something Uh, same it's all bud
0: (laughs) yeah pretty much
1: (laughs) it's all bud but yeah it's exciting times that's for sure and i can't wait you know they're gonna have it's gonna be a big night on saturday night and um it's an honor to join their audio network at a bigger capacity. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. And we had the interview with Reed Duffy at first. And like, when we got like how our numbers and stuff are killing it on their audio network and stuff, that's pretty cool to hear. And I mean, it just makes us strive to work even harder for them. And uh, it's a complete honor. And yeah, it's going to be, it's exciting times for sure. It's a really good organization. I mean, hit the, like last year, we always joke about this, but last year, I don't think they did anything wrong. Um, financially, business wise. Like, I don't think they made any bad decisions last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um when you look at what they did throughout the entire season, you know, start with start with the uh with, with the attendance. I mean, it just kind of grew um as the years went on or as the year went on. Uh you get into the into the outdoor showcase and it yeah. just continued on from there and of course right into game 7 of the OHL finals just yeah, all all around good year. Um, it's yeah, one of one of the best, one of the most successful, I'd say. A franchise that hasn't even been around for ten years. And franchise, I mean, in Hamilton, not uh, Belleville, of course, but in, in Hamilton, haven't even been around ten years. You've got two championships. You hosted an outdoor game with a massive crowd First at Tim Hortons too, Field. It? Like it was, yeah, it was. It was a pretty special
1: year, I'd have to say. Big time. Uh big time. It was a really fun year, that's for sure. And uh yeah, catch us every Thursday on their mm-hmm. audio network with a Bulldog show as well. So
0: it's exciting. Yeah, Hammertown podcast, seven o'clock also, two Thursday nights, same time as us, yeah. except two days later. So yeah, should be Keeps good. Keep it simple. Yeah, right. Keep it simple, Yo, stupid, because exactly we are definitely that second best. Oh. So.
1: okay, I might as well tell the story now because Thursday night we tried to do a promo video. I was terrible
0: oh man, yeah, that was yeah it, no,
1: yeah, no, that uh, was rough, I although I can confirm yeah, we definitely do have faces for radio. we can confirm yes, that. yeah, yes, um, it was almost like was it was it Ricky Bobby when he's not like, I don't know what to do with my hands Talladega Nights a movie I like, think so, and he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. he's yeah. Like, that's what, that's what I'm like when I have the script. It's just yeah, like not a script or language. You're not yeah. a script guy. Teleprompters aren't your friend. Yeah, no. And I mean, I think that's okay because why would you want to be scripted anyways? Cause then you're control. Very true. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. You're not yourself, right? When you're on radio or whatever, when you have a show, you want to be yourself because that's yeah. the reason why you got listeners and why your content's doing so well. So why mm-hmm. would you want to be scripted? Right? Why you put the, why you put the leash on? <laughs> You don't leash a lion in the jungle.
0: <laughs> if you're leashing a lion, there's a good chance you're dead after you leash it up.
1: <laughs> you got to feel the road,
0: Reese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, another if we're talking about Talladega Nights, get a cooler another in the reference. passenger seat. You'll be good.
1: <laughs> Man, I love it. I love like after the movie, after the credits and stuff, when he's got him back in the car. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I love it. What a what a movie! Oh, uh, man. What exciting times! I can't believe I just um, quoted *Talladega Nights* three times in about two minutes. So what's wrong with that? Oh, love it.
0: I was going to say, great movie. I haven't go. seen it in a while. I'm on Actually, fire. it's probably been a I'm year. On,
1: I'm on fire. More. <laughs> <laughs> what wasn't fire? Was the traffic report this week because it was terrible driving. Oh man, we can get to that after. No, we can like, do that after. No, nah, we yeah. might as
0: well do it right now. We always start the show off by we'll talking about random game. crap that nobody probably cares about, but um, we got to talk about it because it's event session. It's rough. We yeah. don't we don't drive into the studio anymore. Thank you, Bell Media. Uh, so
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, we got to get it out. Uh, Wardy, what was your uh, what was your traffic report like? And so I, I'll give mine as we get into our featured game because the commute to St. Catherine's that
1: day was bad little rough yeah it was bad i mean it's tough when you get into ancash and you're already backed up that's not fun but yeah going to guelph on friday night for the the bulldogs first game obviously since we're on the radio network now we got to cover the team put the show and stuff so it's going into guelph and wow it was slow so i get outside of kitchener they switched they're switching now the construction they're getting rid of they're getting rid of three lanes and going down to two Makes zero sense right in the heart of kitchener rate um Ooh, right what underneath. road did you take to Guelph? So I went through Kitchener, so I don't know why. But I, was gonna, taking,
0: I mean, Highway 24 it, is pretty busy at that time, so that yeah, kind that's of understandable you to wanted to avoid it.
1: Yeah, it's legit. It took, and then, like, it was so backed up. I mean, Guelph's getting – Guelph-Kitchener-Waterloo's getting so congested where mm-hmm. it's going to take you now an hour and a half to get to Guelph instead of just an hour and 15, an hour and 20, like it used to do for your baseball and stuff in the summer, but mm-hmm. – yeah, it took me an hour and 45 minutes to get to Guelph so it was tough but yeah it was a good time tough. yeah it was a good it was a good game though and uh, Guelph looked good but they had some they have some suspension so that's tough I mean passageoff might have the longest suspension of all time it might be the longest two game suspension of mm-hmm. all time like two weeks without playing a game but that's tough and um, Hamilton looked good as well Logan Morris and wow and by the way, Congrats to Logan Morris. And I mean, on Saturday night, obviously it's not—I don't know if it's a congratulations because it ended, but Saturday night that streak came to an end at 29 games. Congrats to him. That's impressive. Through the playoffs, 29 straight games with a point—that's pretty impressive. So I think that's got to be congratulated. Him. It's actually never got to 30. I don't even think he really cares about the record. He's more disappointed about the effort and outcome of that game. Yeah. So, but what a game that was. And I mean, Florian Jacki, by the way. Yeah, hey, he oh, was my guy Saturday. Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, he was. And, pumped about that. And by the way, I tweeted this out on Friday night. OHL fans, like that, are non-Hamilton fans are going to hate him, but Hamilton fans are going to love him. Mm-hmm. Oh my! He's right in there. As soon as something happens, he's in there. Um, Artem Grushnikov had a clean hit, and the Guelph player took exception to it. Next thing you know, Florian Jack is there. That like. Without thought, I mean the penalties are there. He's identical to Arbor, but forward. And Hamilton fans are going to love him. Other OHL fans are going to hate him. So remember the name Florian Jacki. Yeah. Um, what a player! What a player! And it's hard to believe he went through two training camps. He went through Kitchener's camp and Niagara's camp without a contract. And now finally gets to Hamilton. Jay McKee knows who he is as a player. He knows he worked well with his brother. He got the best out of his brother, and boom, Florian Jacki is going to burst onto the scene. What a player!
0: Yeah, well, and I, I saw something on Twitter. I guess it was Monday. This being released on Tuesday. Uh, Elliot Friedman basically having a report uh, from a few teams around the league saying that they've really taken notice of Arbor Jackeye and they're really <laughs> kicking themselves in the rear end saying, yeah, it really would be nice to have him in our organization because it's so, just like Montreal has a steal in Arbor Jackeye.
1: Yes, and Friday night... Friday night, I mean, by the way, Guelph Media Room. They did notch. a good job. Yeah, yeah chicken be... chicken on a bun. Um, Ooh. vegetables. I'm... Yeah, it was really oh, good. Eh, vegetables. That doesn't yeah, but yeah. I think potatoes too, but like vegetables are overrated. Yeah, but that's up there though. Potatoes, vegetables, yeah. Um, chicken on a bun. Still, like, still
0: nothing beats London. I think it was beef. the 2016 when they won it all. They had roast yeah. beef in the media room. That was that was fire. I was there when the ice dogs were there when minor I mean, I wasn't a huge Marner fan. I'm still kind of not because he plays for the Leafs. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was when he scored that unreal goal where he went on, around the D and then just kind of tucked it in past Ned.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a high here. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was a sick goal. Yeah. I like Max Domi's the one against Sarnia. I think that's my favorite goal of all time when he fucked it up in the air or the one through the legs to Bo Horvat and Mem Cup. Mm-hmm. That was nasty. But... Um, the Domi one when he flicked it up in the air and then caught it and tapped like threw it in the empty net. That was, just, that was just unreal. But yeah, that Marner goal was nasty too. Yeah. Um, it's amazing what some of these guys can do with the pockets. It baffles me. Like, imagine like stick handling like that. And I'd wipe out. Like, I'd trip. <laughs> I'd trip myself. You'd
0: break your own ankles.
1: Yeah, broken ankles. Call them medic. Get me off the oh, ice. going to stretch it.
0: Uh, all right. My traffic report leads into our featured game. We got to Wilson, just past Wilson uh, Street in Ancaster on the 403. And, uh, you know, it's always congested because nobody in Ontario seems to know how to merge onto a highway. And that's not just the 403. That's exactly that's it. But, uh, yeah, there was an accident on the 403, bottom of the mountain. I can't remember if it was Aberdeen or if it was Main Street, one of them. Uh, but it backed us up all the way to just past Wilson Street. That That doesn't seem right like that's no nah. that sounds like a huge problem it probably what took us 20 20 25 minutes to get from wilson street to the link and then by that it was smooth sailing that was the quickest i had ever gone down the qew at five thirty. like yeah, that was that was, that was quick but uh yeah that stretch was not fun at all we maybe did faster than 10
1: twice yeah the in hamilton know. going into hamilton in Ancaster going into Hamilton, Hamilton. just leaving Hamilton was tough. Mm-hmm. Also the going down to an 80, the speed. Yeah. Horrible it, idea. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, but yeah, but people can't adapt to it. People can't comprehend how to lower yeah. their
0: speed. Like, so no, no, you know what happens is they get all scared because, oh, 80, 80, there's going to be a bunch of cops. So they'd all do, do 75.
1: Yes. Down the hill to kind of deceiving. Yeah. Like.
0: Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Good game, though. Yeah, it was. It was a good game. Uh opening night, one of three games on opening night. We were at the Meridian Center in St. Catharines. Steelheads and Ice Dogs. Very new look, ice dogs, I might add. And it was very unfortunate because it was even it was less of that new look. About five minutes into the hockey game, but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. Mississauga takes it 4 3 in overtime. And I mean. It was a very good performance by three young men who got three stars. Which, by the way, I would just like to give a shout out to um, the three star people in Niagara. Thank God it's not the GM doing it anymore because that was horrendous. Uh, but now, now we had we had three true like these were true hey. three stars in the game: Zachary Lavoie, Jake Friday, Birdie, and well. Brendan Cirizotti. Those three. I mean, you could put Pasquale Zito as number three as well i thought he was pretty good but uh yeah those three definitely deserving so thank god we have people who are capable of doing this in niagara now shout out to mike farwell Uh, but (laughs) yeah uh it's it 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 seemed like it was just going to be a james richmond play defense kind of game you know you had steel heads up one nothing through one up two nothing through two and you really didn't see a whole lot from Niagara, especially down low around the net. And I thought Mississauga did a really good job of, you know, staying tight, not necessarily playing man-to-man D, but they did, you, you did see a lot of that. You, you know, the amount of times you saw two ice dogs in front of that steelheads net, you saw two steelhead defenders uh, there right on them, right? There really wasn't a whole lot of space in front of the net. And then obviously that opened up in the third period where the ice dog scored three times, but It just it it just seemed you could tell James Richmond was a coach of the Mississauga Steelheads just Mm -hmm. the way they played through those first two periods. Because yeah, like like we said, we we thought it would have been a pretty good matchup despite Hamilton sweeping them in four games in round two. Like we liked that matchup with the coaches with Jay McKee and James Richmond. Obviously Hamilton much more talented, but we we saw that again here on opening night where they just they locked it down for the first 40 minutes in in front of their own net and uh, just it, it was a clinic, really. I thought it was.
1: Oh, it definitely was. I mean, props to the players to sticking to the system that long. That's generally the one concern or the one thing you look out for that cost teams early on in the season, especially the first month of the season, teams getting into their system. A lot of times the games in the first first month, first month and a half of the season are very good because it's fast and it's out of system. Mm -hmm. It's Almost like a free for all here because you lose your system because guys are trying to adapt. You can say whatever you want about the preseason, but the preseason isn't the same as regular season. When the big lights go on in the regular season, and the sponsorship goes on the ice and on the boards. Yeah. It's hockey time, and things change. And that's one thing that really stuck out to me too because Mississauga really did stick to their system, and they looked, they played a fantastic game. And even in overtime, they possessed the puck. They possess the puck, which is big, right? Because when you get into mm-hmm. overtime, possession, puck possession is so big. And often you hear coaches say that second possession is so important in overtime because that second possession is when you go up ice, right? When you get the puck back and that's when you have the chance for the two-on-ones, the odd man rushes for yourself offensively. But the one thing is about that, if you get caught, you kind of want to remember lean in a little bit, right? hold the puck a little bit longer, keep the possession. and That's so important. And Mississauga did a really good job in overtime as well, possessing the puck. Niagara didn't touch the puck much in overtime.
0: No, uh, Niagara didn't have a shot in overtime. And all Mississauga needed was that one shot uh, to win the hockey game. So uh, quickly go over the scoring summary for you here. It only took three and a half minutes. Zachary Lavoie's first of the year, first goal in the OHL uh, in the regular season. J.Q. Birdie, Dylan Gordon, get the assists on that one. And then I'm going to mention this penalty because it was, it's not a guy you want to lose five minutes into the game. Yeah. Uh um, Panophemus receives five and a game all well, five minute match penalty. Um, but he is given a game misconduct, a slew foot five Oh six into period number one. And we kind of saw that five minute pa- penalty review. Yeah definitely slowed the game down. weren't fans of that. Obviously they want to get the call, right? You don't want to just kick a guy out five minutes into the season. Uh, but ultimately that's what they did. Well, um, so FEMA sat for 55 minutes of this game.
1: That's one question though. Have you, obviously it's only a week into the season, but have you noticed any changes on video review time? I haven't. So hopefully that gets no, better. No, but...
0: not really. I mean,
1: Bulls With older penalties, cameras, it's those tough, right? Yeah, well, penalties is all going to take a while, but I just hope penalties—it's easier to go down than up. Yeah. So they might so start up and go down because, but then we're going to have more questioning though. So mm-hmm. timing, timing doesn't matter. I'm trying to speed up timing on the penalties, but it's not going to matter. So, mm. do you want to throw a pitch clock in here too, make it quicker? <laughs> that'd be nice. Can you imagine <laughs> if the refs had like two minutes to make a call? Man, that'd be would be, be nice actually.
0: I'd enjoy that. also.
1: Also, can you imagine if there's a major penalty at the end of that? So you get the game, but plus the other team gets a penalty shot at the end of the game. Can you imagine? So it's we're throwing it, we're throwing game. it back to like the
0: first three Mighty on three Ducks movie.
1: We're throwing it to like three on three rules with the no penalties, the continuous three on three. So in, I remember, I remember being in a couple three-on-three tournaments in the summer, just gas playing net because (laughs) if your team takes like five penalties, you got to stop five straight penalty shots. And if the other team doesn't take any, well, it's all on you. You give up one, it's over. Okay, let's go home. But it's tough. It's a lot stressful, but that would be an interesting way to end the game. That would be wild. But I just thought about that for some random reason, but random hockey. Throwing it back to Charlie Conway, man. That's all right. No big deal. Oh, yeah. By the
0: way, Season two of the mighty ducks game changers came out on uh, Disney plus. So season two has started. I just want to confirm that for everyone who may be interested. It is not as good as you would think it would be, but it's still decent. It's worth watching in my opinion. Right on. on. All right. In a period number two, Pretty close to the same amount of time it took them to score the first goal, about 20 seconds later. Uh, 3.58 into that second period. Zachary Lavoie gets his second of the game. JQ Birdie gets his second assist. Uh, 2 nothing. Mississauga at the time. Then the Ice Dogs offense would start to come around. Despite the Ice Dogs out shooting the Steelheads 11 to 9 in period two and getting out shot 15 7 in the third, uh, this would be one of three third period goals for the Ice Dogs. Aiden Castle. From Juan Copeland, Pasquale Zito. That was at a minute 12 into the third period. Then just over two minutes later, Brendan Sirizati unassisted. uh, 2-2, just like that. Brand new hockey game. And you could tell that the vibe in the arena changed. You know, not a lot of offense in those first 40 minutes, but the Ice Dogs definitely turned it on early. Then James Hardy would take the crowd out of it for a bit. 5-0-2 into the third. He gets his first of the year. J.Q. Birdie assist number three. Finn Harding getting that secondary helper, uh 3-2 Mississauga, and then Pasquale Zito, show guest, not a big deal. Red Wings yeah. draft pick. Uh from Brendan Cirizzati and Ryan Venettan. Yeah. 808 hey. into the third high hockey game.
1: Hey, by the way, I gotta say congrats to Ryan Vinett getting his first OHL point. Um, the fam really was like, out, man. The local was yeah. there. Yeah, they like 30 people at the game out of yeah. Simcoe Ontario. Local kid for me, so I have to give them a shout out, but um, really good family there. I know I always talk to his dad about the OHL and the ice dogs and how Ryan's doing, but so I had to give that shout out there, but, um, yeah, Ryan had a really good game and a really steady, really steady weekend. By the way, also we had an effect, the, the Flint game team is drafted by getting that game. So yeah. Think, as we take credit for an effect, but yeah, who cares? Yeah. That, uh, really steady defenseman. So congrats to Ryan and, uh, well, deserve first of many, first of many big guys. So enjoy it. And, uh, on to the next one. Then we would head to
0: overtime. Only took one shot. Minute 40 in into the extra frame. And again, first time we're seeing goalies switch ends in overtime. So that was exciting. Add a little bit more well, offense. They, confused. they were yeah. confused at the start. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you saw Flores go to his own net. And you're thinking, "Uh, nope, we switched that. But he just wanted yeah. to get his water bottle. So he tricked us out. Uh, Psych. Yeah, no big deal. But uh, <laughs> Zachary Lavoie completes the hat trick. Luke Misa, Chaz Sharp getting the assist on the game winner. And I think I think we had it last year, too, with the Ice Dogs and Generals in game one, the first featured game yeah. of the year. Uh, it was interesting right down to the wire, and that's exactly what we had here. So I think we've been treated to two good opening night
1: opens. games in a row. Yeah, same location, same date, same everything, just different yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, very good hockey, and that's for sure. Back-to-back nights for me going overtime. It was interesting, okay, but, um, nights, eh? yeah, but they, uh, yeah. Good hockey game. Mississauga looks very good. JQ Birdie looks very good. He, that uh,
0: guy looks huge.
1: Yeah. He looks bigger every time I see him yeah. and you can tell when he gets to that, it's always cool. Right. When guys go to main like the development camp and main camps, whenever they're around an NHL team, when they first come back, when they come back in a positive way, you see it because sometimes guys come back in a negative way, right? Because mm-hmm. they come back and they're disappointed. They got sent back and. And it's upsetting, rightly so. So you see a lot of penalties and stuff. But Jakey Birdie looks very good on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Looks huge, looked big, and uh, yeah. So props to Jake. I just wanted to mention that one quickly. And uh, the Niagara Ice Dogs look like a totally different team. Yeah. There's a different vibe around that facility. Yeah, Players I can wise, agree. Fan fan wise, it's kind it's the same experience, but I can tell you right now. We said this pregame, the Darren the Dobbler, Michelle the Dobler. The intro wasn't the loudest, but if they did that this week after what they did, it'd be a totally different atmosphere for them. And it's well deserved, very well deserved for Darren and family. I was going to say, if
0: they were the Bulldog situation and they didn't have their home opener until the second weekend of the year, yes, it would be
1: packed. It would be a totally different vibe because I can tell. And this isn't a knock at the Niagara market because it's a very good market. It's a top three market in the Ontario Hockey League, and it's rightly so. But I can guarantee you right now, after their weekend, it'll be a totally different crowd Friday night against the Oshawa Generals, let alone Leighton Moore coming back. He was recently named captain of the Oshawa Generals. Mm-hmm. By the way, congratulations, Leighton. Very well-deserved. I mean, you and I both loved his game last season when we saw him play. He looked really good. And uh, But that building's going to be packed on Friday. I can guarantee you that one. And uh, what an atmosphere that's going to be. And also props to Darren Adalber sitting in the stands as well with the fans. Yep. That's a good marketing move. that's a yeah, and that's good move. yeah like for that.
0: anyone out there, that's just not an opening night thing that will be throughout the entire
1: season. selling the ice dogs, yeah. legit ice dogs. <laughs> but yeah, at the concessions here at Meridian, but it's gonna be exciting and I think that's a very good move. and it's nice to see how hands on this ownership is and not that the prior ownership wasn't hands on because they definitely were in Niagara love that. yeah, there were some questionable decisions made by prior ownership. But Very questionable, yeah, exactly. But the fans love them, the fans love them. This is going to be, and we said this I said this, I remember saying this to you and Brandon Caputo, who runs the Dog Pound podcast, the official podcast of the Niagara Ice Dogs. Now, congrats to them! But I and I said that to you guys when if this happens next week, it's a standing ovation because once you get to know Darren the dollar and we had him on the show. And you, the listeners who already know this, know that he is a hockey guy. He is right into it mm-hmm. and he cares about winning and he care, And he's a very, very smart business guy. Those of you who listened to him back in July when we had him on the show, know how he is, know how he's hands-on. Boom. He talked about Memorial cup. What did we see last week? Niagara ice touch. going to be aggressively host in Memorial cup. If he says that he's going to do it, and that's the one thing the fans are going to love about him because anytime re- and we know this, when you cheer for an NHL team or whatever team you're cheering for, when your GM or owner comes out and says he wants to do something and does it, you get a lot of credibility for that and you get a lot of praise for that from your fan base. And that's one thing that's going to help Darren a lot because he's honest with you. And if he says he's going to do it, which is huge, two, sitting in the crowd with the fans, getting to know people going to community, playing exhibitions and community rinks like that, like they did is massive. It's massive. And the Niagara ice dogs don't look now, but it's a totally different organization inside the house in house. Yeah. When, when you go to the games, which is a positive, it's the exact same atmosphere, which is not one thing had to change from that fan base. That mm-hmm. fan base is a spectacular fan base. And Reese, you know, that firsthand, it is a very good fan base a very good area for hockey. That team is going nowhere. They are staying put in St. Catharines, and rightly so it can't move. It's like too good of an organization. It's too good of a fan base. They need that. They need it there facility, everything. And when they, I can, like I got goosebumps right now. Like it just like how well they did for right away. Yeah. There's a lot of moves, but this team's totally different. This team is totally different. They possess the puck a lot better the team itself is a totally different team and it's coming around to a really good fan base and this team in this fan base, that area deserves nothing but success because it's such a good area for sport. And Reese, you already know this, but it's a very, very good fan base yeah. and they deserve all the success they're going to get. And that's uh, the goosebumps for it. I get goosebumps talking about it because the Niagara ice dogs deserve to win. And I know their media, I mean, Brandon, Kyle, like those guys deserve to cover a team that want that's going to win. And I can't wait to see them have that success because they deserve it. And um, maybe not this year, but next year they're getting there. Don't Obviously my expectations for the way I sound is going to be over the moon for them, but they're going to be a good team and they're going to compete. They're a lot better than what people give them credit for. And um, the media, those media polls where you see Niagara in the ninth spot, those are going to change by Christmas. I can guarantee you that. And props to Darren Adobler. Um, props to their head coach Daniel Fitzgerald. Who are that system looks like a system now. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, that team's actually obsessed. gaining an identity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you see the heart. You see it there. And not that they didn't have heart before. It just looked like when something went wrong with the Niagara Ice Dogs, it was chaos. That five. That five-minute penalty, when they had the five-on-three. Last year at this time, it's probably three nothing, four nothing Mississauga. Yep. One nothing. They didn't even score a goal in that power play. They did not. Last year, when they get down two nothing to Mississauga, are they coming back in that game, Reese? Not a chance. All of a sudden it's two two. Like that team is totally different. Yeah. Last year, when they give up 40 shots on a on a road trip, they're not coming, they're not winning that game. They just want. They just beat the Flint Firebirds and the Saginaw Spirit on a back to back, a Saturday Sunday. The London Knights last year when they were going for it didn't even sweep that trip. The Niagara Ice Tug just did. Yeah. I mean, they're two zero and one. Like they just got five out of six points. And they were. And they took off. three
0: out of four from top ten teams exactly. in the Canadian Hockey League rankings. Not that that makes a big deal before the season starts because it doesn't. But and plus.
1: Yeah, and plus Saginaw, Andrew Rogue just got back from Detroit Red Wings training camp. Um, Pavel Mintikoff, your number one defenseman, the top 10 overall pick in the NHL. Mm -hmm. I mean, all their drafted players were there for Saginaw. And they they just won that game pretty good. Like, they won that game 7-2 on Sunday against Saginaw. 7-2. Like, obviously, it's early and stuff, and you don't... Like, I'm not saying they're going all in, they're going to win a championship, but I'm saying... It's going to be better than what people are saying, and I think that's a big deal to have this fan base have hope, and they need that hope because they haven't had hope in two, three seasons. Pre twenty nineteen, pre twenty nineteen, I bet they had hope when they had Phil Thomas. But before they made those trades, they had hope. When you have Akil Thomas, especially, especially when he went out and scored that goal, that was such a loud ovation. Like, can you imagine if they wouldn't have made the Akeel trade. If they would have kept a Gil Thomas, like Niagara, every single game would have lived that moment. That's just the way the fan base is. They're passionate. And it's just, it's just, honestly, it's exciting for them. And uh, they should be exciting and uh, keep supporting your team. Get out there and support the team because it's well-deserved and um, hands-on. Yeah, there's still some flaws there. There's a lot of flaws there. They got outplayed pretty bad, but they won the game. And they won games that they don't win last year. So that's big. All
0: right. Once again, final score 4 3 Mississauga over Niagara. First featured game of the year. Uh, That one finished in overtime. Time for a break when we come back. Headlines, transactions, a suspension, unfortunately. Um, All of that. And of course, we will look forward to this week's featured game, which is a very big one, I should say. So. All of that is on the other side of this break here on the OHL and 60 podcast. Welcome back to the OHL and 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at the OHL in 60 podcast. All the content you need is up there, including the game follow of all of our featured games every week. Of course, got the link tree as well. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, we are there, including the Bulldogs Audio Network. Make sure you follow us Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the OHL in 60 podcast. And if you want to know all things Hamilton Bulldogs, the Twitter account is up. At hammertown underscore pod. <laughs> Colin's <laughs> laughing because he, he knows exactly why there's an underscore in there.
1: Exactly. Um, so, heads so, up play there. He's heads up play. So, Salute you.
0: So yeah, we got a big uh big yellow backdrop with our logo there, the hammertown podcast. Make sure you give that a follow as well. First episode drops on October
1: 6th. But uh Colin Ward,
0: um, how long have you had Twitter, sir?
1: Yeah, I got a notification just now. Is that what you're getting on? I didn't give you a notification. No. What are you talking No, about? I just got I just got a Twitter drinking? notifications <laughs> no, but um no, but I do make the best drink there is called very Hurricane.
0: true hurricanes.
1: So I do do that, so yeah. No,
0: I didn't I didn't send you anything, but uh Colin Ward does not know how to set up Twitter accounts.
1: Um no. because okay. you tried to do that while Wednesday. I was
0: at work and then I was gonna upload the <laughs> The
1: photo and I deleted it. So now I just looked at the Twitter account. So when you asked that, I literally, so it's Monday evening, nine o'clock. I just got a notification saying that tonight, so Tuesday, is my fourth year on Twitter. So should I tweet (laughs) it? Well, yeah, there (laughs) I go. Oh, okay. So yeah, like I don't, yeah, that was a struggle um and it was weird like i swear in the original twitter account i had it all i think i even sent you a picture of it saying and then like I like i think even said yeah that's good then all of a sudden when i make the account it didn't need like it was totally opposite like i don't know what i did um i am from the country so yeah, that's a, that's a concerning thing about making twitter accounts when you're from the country but yeah that was uh that was interesting for sure. And now I looked at the Twitter account. We can get back to that name. Too late now, but we can get that name. So I don't know. what. Yeah, happened. but the underscore adds something, I think. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I like that. Yeah, I did too. It's kind of different. It's unique. Yeah. Just like us, we're different. We're of a different yeah, breed. We, yeah, because and we cheer, yeah, because we do cheer for a good NHL team. So. Great point. Yeah, that is a great point. Mike. job they're losing 2 0 to Pittsburgh, so I shouldn't have said that, but it's no, just pre-season. preseason. Preseason, who cares. Unlike yeah. all the Leaf fans out there. Oh, yeah. welcome back, hockey. Oh, this is
0: awesome. Hey. Yeah, it's a preseason game against I'll who? T- oh, yeah, Montreal. Great <laughs> hey, accomplishment. Jack, I- hey, I'll
1: tell you Morons. one thing my dad always told me about Leaf fans. They're the September champions. Yeah, they're the September champions. He wanted to print off t shirts the one time. I know I'm going to get a text when he listens to this, but. You want to print off t-shirts the one time that said September champions with the Leafs logo and like a Google maps picture of like young street in Toronto and just say September champions. Yeah. It'd be awesome. It's true, but yeah,
0: I, I still remember when Sid Sixero went off on leaf fans one day yes. when, <laughs> after they played a game in Lucan, Ontario against the Belleville senators, yes. Johnny money pants is here. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: still, he can calling it Lucien Ontario. <laughs> It's like Lucan. Yeah. Well, we get that a lot. We get that a lot. Um, I noticed around the NHL broadcast this weekend, we got a deli. I won't say Ooh. I'm not going to throw, I'm not throwing people under the bus, Ooh. but we got a deli. Yeah. It's Delhi, but we yeah. did get a deli.
0: Yeah. There's no new in front of it. It's just Delhi.
1: So- yeah. So, yeah, we got a deli, but it's Delhi for the pronunciation, but I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but it's Delhi, the correct pronunciation of the place I, uh, reside in good golf course yeah it's a nice golf course yeah. different um yeah it's a really nice golf course bought my uh wings ball marker there yeah sometimes. what did i get i got something that oh i got a pack of balls wings nice ball marker
0: cover. um divot fixer yeah you got a th- um towel towel yeah the three and one maybe was- a golf ball i can't remember i know i wouldn't have used it if it was if it was in there but
1: yeah i think i did
0: get a golf ball but yeah Yeah. good times good times as we
1: as we talk about our golf adventures (laughs) hey it's a wild weekend a lot happened this weekend yeah um a lot caught our eye so a little segue but big time yeah i expect it to be like this Sorry, listeners but i don't think the listeners mind yeah no
0: it'll continue on the on the hammertown podcast for sure we'll we'll continue the banter because
1: yeah there's gonna be a lot Especially Pacific, especially specifically going to Hamilton. It's going to be interesting. I mean, going to school there, being around there, like it's going to be interesting. I was born in Hamilton, man. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of interesting talks. Oh, the commercial, by the way, in-house is going to be sweet for the listeners. Oh my God. I hope it's not scripted. Born and raised in Hamilton.
0: Oh, we got to take like the. I wasn't raised in Hamilton. I was in Fort. Man, what what's hilarious about that? I was born in Hamilton, and I was rate. I was raised in enemy territory for seven games in the playoffs last year. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we could tweet. Man, we can make a parody song about that, and it would be a hit. That'd be wild. That would be. Man, I still miss the barn. I like that rink. Yeah, that was sweet. It was sick. I like yeah, that old Spitz old logo. But yeah, with the nacho incident and stuff. That was awesome. Yeah. Famous. Times. Yeah. Yeah, I was proud of that. Big time. Should be. Big but... <laughs> one.
0: Hey, man, I saw Mickey Reno's last game in the OHL. So
1: Yeah, that's sweet. They have a, I mean, WFCU has a very nice setup, yeah, Mickey. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. All right, uh,
0: headlines from this week. We will start in Mississauga, actually. Uh, Kai Schwint uh, has signed a deal with the Florida Panthers being an undrafted free agent. So, just for all the kids out there, you don't got to get drafted. It's not the end of the world. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, then I have um, one? Did I have one for you? Click one. Ads on the helmets.
0: Yeah, There's ice dogs way. have Arby's. Extra
1: way of making some um, dollar. I like who the it. Knights got. Knights got someone. Who? Yes, Is it Finch. Do. Yes, yes. Yeah. Ooh, good memory. Not Add bad. Eh? Ah, yeah. oh, boy. Where's the Holly Gully though? No, that's 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 all CFPL. Hey, they got I that did, on Friday in the press box of Guelph, Ontario, with the night starting at seven o'clock. I did turn on going up. So the Hamil- Hamilton Guelph game was at 7 30, about quarter to eight time that you had a puck drop. But I did put the pregame on for the London yes. Knights, and I had to hear that. That's where you know hockey's back when you hear the Holly Gully Knights hockey. Mike Stubbs, how like the way he says those. Like the sponsorships is incredible. Like they're tons- listening to Holy Gully <laughs> London Night's Hockey. Yeah. Like, then they got the penalty kill. Ricky Ratchets. Oh yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, they have they have some really good ads. They have some really good advertisements, and the, the ads on the helmets are perfect. Like you knew they were gonna come anyways. I don't think yeah. the fans. It really sticks out to them because it was going to come anyways. And that's another thing. Do ads on the helmets really matter? Like, being a Wings fan, really. like watching the NHL last year, I honestly, if I'm caring about the helmets, that means my team isn't playing very good, probably. Because yeah. why else would I care about the helmets unless I needed a reason to? And the only reason I'm going to look at the helmets of the uniforms, unless they're the ugly reverse retros that the Wings had a couple of years back, unless they're that. I was going to be- say an ad would have had an, made an improvement on those jerseys. Yeah, can you imagine? That would nice. have made them more I, interesting. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be... um, The ads were coming, and that's uh, something that um had to be done. And it's good for the OHL, good for the teams. Uh, just another way to market. Probably the jersey sponsors are going to be coming by next year. Yeah,
0: I got to figure out where they're going to put them with OHL and then CCM both at the top there.
1: Yeah, in the shoulders. It's tough because they have the logos there. Yeah. You'd probably put it on the sleeve. Yeah, Something small on the sleeve. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Josh Bloom.
0: Yes, Saginaw Spirit show captain. Yeah, show guest, not a big deal.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, he is the captain of the Saginaw yeah. Spirit now. Um,
1: what what do we say about Michael Mises? He's here. OHL debut. <laughs> What's the Alec Manoa thing? Alec Manoa on the Blue Jays social media. Whenever he wins, we're here. Michael Mises <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: He is for sure. Yeah. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets have signed undrafted Otters goaltender, Nolan Lalonde, three-year entry-level contract. Um, So shout out to him. I thought that Erie helmet looked familiar uh, with the Blue Jackets. So uh, congrats to him. That's pretty cool. And shout out to his Erie Otters pads because those are pretty nice.
1: Those are nice. Those are top two, top three in the league. Yeah, I'd Anthony, say so. I like those. Anthony Popovich, a couple of years back in Flint, had the nicest pads in the OHL with the all orange and the blue. Uh, yeah, ladder. yeah, those were good. That was nice. Um, but yeah, those are sweet. Um, Owen Flores has some nice London night pads right now in Niagara. I can. I hope he I'm does the same. <laughs> I hope he does the same look in Niagara because those pads need to keep going. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. I agree. So, yeah.
0: Agree for sure. Uh, goaltender of the week was announced on Monday as well. Uh, Ben Godro of the Sarnia Sting takes home that honor. Of course, the San Jose Sharks prospect he had two victories 1.99 goals against average, save percentage of 907. He stopped 17 of 20 uh, in Kitchener, 6 3 victory for the Sting, and then he stopped 22 pucks in a 2-1 overtime win over the Windsor Spitfires who's also second star uh, in that game so shout out to him and then Peterborough Pete's Tucker Robertson OHL player of the week one goal four assists five points in total Peterborough Pete's coming away with a couple of victories Peterborough's good he recorded his 50th OHL goal and his 100th career point as well as the shootout winner against the Erie Otters in their home opener. Um, so, yeah, pretty <laughs> you know good my, opening night for him. You know my stance weekend. on
1: shootout winners. Shootout winners should count as a goal. No. You know my stance on that. I'm, no, for me, it's us. For me, it's yeah. us. But you know my stance. That won't change. We'll always have that argument. Every single featured game that ends in a shootout I guarantee we will have that debate.
0: Probably. I guarantee
1: it. And then we will tweet about it. And then next week, the same thing will happen and we will continue to argue about it. Yeah, about it. I agree. <laughs> by, by the way, the Peterborough Peets made a massive trade today or yesterday, Monday afternoon. They did. Hill Panwar from the Flint Firebridge for a fifth in 2023, a sixth that sues in 2024, and then their own fourth round pick in 2025. That's a big move for the Peterborough Peets because Hill Panwar is a guy that in London, he always stood out in practice, but you wouldn't see it in the game. And then he went to Flint last season, and you started to see it. You started to see him put it together. You started to see him have big moments in the games, and now in O A, going to Peterborough, a veteran team, a big, strong, rough-and-tumble team. I think Sahil Panwar is going to have a lot of protection in that lineup, and I think he's going to succeed. Very good move for the Peterborough Peets. The Peterborough Peets looked very good this weekend, mm-hmm. so they have a lot to hang their head on. They're going to have a very good season, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, one of one of four Eastern Conference teams with a pair of victories through the first two or for the first weekend uh, of the season, Niagara, Oshawa and Ottawa joining them with those two wins. As we kind of get into uh the last topic of the second segment, just just stuff that caught our eye over opening weekend. Obviously, we talk about the Niagara Ice Dogs winning the Michigan trip, but or sweeping the Michigan Flint, trip, but we've kind of Flint, already
1: Michigan megaball.
0: Yeah. We've already gone over the Ice Dogs quite a bit. Um, Owen Sound, a team that we both like from the start of this season, they start 2-0, and uh, and that, that top six Nick through Channard this hard, first weekend the is, it is pretty good.
1: Yeah, Nick Channard, big weekend net, getting both wins too as well for the Owen Sound attack. Um, what a player, but the big one to me is Joe Ranger Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And I got confirmation from David Bowen as well. Congratulations to him and Mark Perry calling the game for the Sudbury Wolves. Uh, Very good call. It was a very good call to listen to. Yeah, tuned Um, in, tuned into it on Sunday. Yeah, they had a good call. So, um, good job for them. But Joe Ranger going back against his former team and Reese, we both know about this. When you play your old team, there's some. It's emotional. But when you're there for as long as Joe Ranger was in Mississauga and you have friends, and most importantly, and I got this from David Bowen, your billets. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: become very close with your billets when you go to these junior markets. And this is something here for Joe Ranger. Apparently, there's an emotional scene after the game with his billets, got to reconnect, and apparently his old billet dad too, very emotional after that win. And I mean, A, when you take a kid in for four years plus – in for their junior hockey career you see that kid throughout the winter develop you mm-hmm. see through those years you see it develop into the player into a man you see them change almost like their normal parents would and you come connect and reach you saw this with the Niagara Ice Dogs the billets are very important in these players lives and Joe Ranger getting that win against his former team made like 41 saves um 6-2 the Wolves beat the Mississauga Steelheads that really stood out to me because as a goalie you really love playing in those games. You really love it when you go to play your old team. Um, you want to win those games so bad. Yeah. And that's one there where Joe Ranger, the hockey gods were on their side having a very good day. The only per the only thing that would have made it perfect is you would have got the shutout. Other than that, oh god, could you imagine six other nothing? That, you come back. Dang. Other than that, it was a great day. Other than that, it was a great day. Um, mm-hmm. and uh Joe Ranger, I mean, incredible week for him and definitely deserving.
0: Yeah, Mississauga Steelheads finishing the weekend one and one. Sudbury Wolves the same. Uh, that's a that's one thing I noticed too. In in the Eastern Conference, you talk about how good the West is going to be. I mean, whether you're not you consider this a great thing or just something that you find interesting, that like I did, um, every Eastern Conference team is in the win column uh, through the first yeah. weekend. And I know we're talking about you know teams who may have avail- only played two games, other than the. Ice Dogs and Generals who both had three. They're both two oh Niagara's two oh one oh I still don't like that. And then Oshawa yeah. is two oh oh and one as they lost in a shootout where the Ice Dogs lost in overtime to Mississauga. But uh yeah, obviously small sample size, but it's kind of cool to see uh, those teams, all those teams get into the win column. And I mean, even in the Western Conference, you know, actually there were quite a few teams not to get into the win column, the complete opposite of yeah. what we talk about. You know, the first four teams, Sarnia, Owen Sound, they get a pair of victories. Saginaw, St. Marie, they have won. Other than that, zeros across the board. Windsor Spitfires. Yeah. Okay. They only played one game. That's kind yeah, of went on. London only played one 12th. game, but five through 10, no wins on the year uh, through yeah. the first weekend. Again, nothing to really look at as something that's bad. I just found that interesting.
1: There is one thing that really caught my eye about that kind of a negative way obviously it's early so it's not a panic i mean hey we just called a baseball team that had two wins
0: we know yeah. all about panic we yeah. know all about
1: when to panic and um man still quote quote of the year was you
0: is you know where i think the socks were oh and two oh and three you know it, you start to panic when you get to zero and 10 well they were at zero and 10 a lot quicker than they like thought 18. we thought yeah it was yeah, yeah. it
1: was bad which yeah. is rightly so, Ted. But yeah, um, the Guelph Storm. The one concerning thing to me was is the goaltending. Obviously, Dixon Grimes being hurt. Jacob Oster is going to have a very busy start to the season. So for Oster, let's see how he adapts to that because last year they had that one A one B situation with Owen Bennett. Right, one got hot, one didn't. They're going to need him to get hot until Grimes comes back. And then they're going to need them both to get hot and get back in that situation. But that's really concerning. They gave up a lot of goals this past weekend. They scored a lot, but they gave up a lot. I am going to say 15 and goals
0: against in two games.
1: Yeah. It's not so good. Exactly. So that's the one thing that's kind of concerning. Obviously, some of it goes with the system. There is a big difference there in system, right? Going yep. from Burnett to Walker, it's a difference. Um, George Burnett's going to play a tight system. Last year, Guelph played a lot of low scoring games and they won those games they could play in any way this year they're going to score a little bit more hopefully they don't cheat too much on the back end because usually when you start to cheat for an offense you give up a lot more scoring chances and then you need your goalie to make those extra saves right now you're seeing that a little bit too much but obviously we're just two games into the season Mm -hmm. yeah
0: all right that's kind of what stood out to us those were the headlines around the league time for one last break when we come back Get ready for this week's featured game, and it is a big one uh, for us, for the Hamilton community. A little foreshadowing there for everyone. Uh, When we come back, we chat and get you ready for this week's featured game right here on the OHL and 60 podcast. Welcome back to the OHL in 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demani, along with Colin Ward. Final segment before we round out the show and it's a big one. Uh, Featured game this week. We had a good one to start the year. uh, 4-3 in overtime. Uh, um, But this one's going to be pretty good because of what's going to happen before the game. Uh, Hamilton Bulldogs, Oshawa Generals going to do battle Saturday, October 8th. Usually you'll see those 4pm starts on Saturdays but uh, this one is going down at Seven. It is championship night at first Ontario center. You will see the banners uh, be raised to the rafters. You'll see the championship banner uh, in the OHL. You'll see the Eastern conference championship banner. You'll see the East division championship banner, and you will see the Hamilton spectator trophy banner as the regular season champions. Uh, it's going to be good. And the first 5,000 fans get a replica championship ring. Uh, I don't there. think it has ever happened before that an OHL market has done that. If I am they're wrong, nice. somebody correct me, but, uh, I, this is rare and very these rings, rare.
1: These rings, we got the calculation pretty good. And I mean, we're confident in our math skills with this calculation too. Those rings must've cost at least a thousand bucks a piece. At least they're legit. They're the diamond. It's like, they're legit. Um, they're very nice. They're huge. Um, yeah, it's a, they're legit. So it's like, nothing's been done like this before. And like, I'm thinking this, I was thinking about this throughout the day. Reese, I think we got like pregame for the ceremony. I think we got to go down to ice level, either by the Zamboni door in the corner and get some shots and then go up for when the well during the anthem or whatever, after the ceremony. But I think we're going to go down to ice Mm -hmm. level for the ceremony. I think we have to get some shots for the social media and stuff, because this is going to be a very cool moment. And, um, I think we'll be down there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we got to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
0: both teams uh, coming into the It's going to be exciting. Uh, we always enjoy watching Hamilton um, and, and Oshawa do battle. General's going to come in uh, 2-0-0-1. Bulldogs 1-1 and uh, on the year. We're coming into this weekend, I should say. Not coming into the feature game. Obviously, Hamilton. Uh, they are in Owen Sound on the Friday, which is tough. Going to Owen Sound, then have to come home play the next day. But the uh, Bulldogs will be ready to go. Uh, of course, if you want to get the full lowdown, we will chat about it on the Hammertown podcast Thursday night. Um, but but one thing that's standing out to me, uh, at least coming into this weekend, and we we talked about how much we liked him last year, how much we enjoyed his game. Uh, but for the visitors, Leighton Moore, uh, through the first three games, yeah. he has five assists. I mean, you, you look at the Oshawa Generals stat leaders. You got Gagne. He's got one goal, three assists. Cam Butler, two goals, two assists. Richie, two goals, two assists. And yeah, Rubrik, two goals, one assist, uh, three points for him. Uh, It's going to be a reunion at the Meridian Center, by the way, on the Friday uh, when the generals are in town to take (laughs) on the Ice Dogs uh, with more Butler, and rubric. Yeah, which is hilarious. Three of the top five scorers for the Oshawa generals coming in. We're on the Ice Dogs at some point. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, for the generals and and Bulldogs, it's going to be an electric crowd. Is it going to be the Game 7 crowd? Not a chance. But it's it's going to be a loud building.
1: I would say there's five to 6,000 fans there for sure. Obviously, the Leafs' Red Wings play the night game. I mean... Who cares? It's preseason. Yeah, exactly. And the Red Wings going to win anyways, let's be honest here. So, be there. Be there. Yeah. Be there. Um, You're not going to want to miss this. If you're up the road and your favorite OHL team isn't playing, be there. I'm telling you, it's worth the trip. If you're a OHL fan that collects items, you got to be there. You have to be there. This, if you're from Kitchener, Guelph area, it's just up the road. It's literally just up the road. You gotta be there for this game. Um, I'm telling you, this is going to be like those rings are legit. Um, we already figured a thousand bucks a piece, at least. They're diamond. They're nice. They're they're really nice. Um, be there. You have to be there. Mm-hmm. It's worth the collection. Yeah, I, I agree
0: with you there. So, yeah, be there or I don't know if B Square. I don't know if that's a Still a thing that people use, but. uh I
1: remember that was big in like grade school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Playing like, uh, like four
1: corners. Is that the game? Four corners? On the I, school sure. with the corners? I oh, know. Oh, I used to play. What is I that? used to play that all the time. So you got a corner and it's either like a dodgeball or a basketball and you got to like get it through the hole. I remember I almost broke my leg playing that game because I tried to do the splits and kick a ball up because I, oh I got flat footed on my heels and I was in like grade six. <laughs> i'll spoon myself right square but yeah they try to get it past you in the corner and being a goalie i used to have pretty good reflexes on that so i used to be pretty good but that would be i used to like that game yeah i, I can't
0: say i've ever played that
1: yeah school yeah, year so. I talk Used yeah. to always we always used to play a sport like we had a group of like I had a group of bodies and stuff we used to always play sports yeah it was either we couldn't take baseball bass to school which was, was horrible Man, I couldn't bring a real baseball we had to use a tennis ball to play stage horrible Same. so we used to play ball off the wall all the time like all the horrible. time so we used to do that and then if you boot it then if you get an air if the like if you didn't receive the ball if you made an air on the play you had to run somewhere and like Oof, you had a certain running. amount of time to make it back or you're out so we used to always mm. do that but yeah we did that we get um, we did we couldn't do hockey which was devastating we did wall ball. Yeah, we did that too. Ball, ball was clutch. Although it yeah. got banned for like a month from my yeah, school because we got too aggressive. Because oh, really? a lot
0: of us, a lot of us Chicken. could throw the ball pretty well. We didn't all play baseball, but we could all Chicken. throw the ball pretty well. And then, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, try we had a hit, couple.
0: We tried to hit guys with it if we got really <laughs> angry. So <laughs>
1: we had a couple cases in school that used oh, yeah. to always
0: do that. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, were in Delhi,
1: high so <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was always fun. Um. But yeah, bringing back memories, we used to play soccer, Man. baseball a lot, which, which isn't the same.
0: Yeah. It's not
1: the same. No, it isn't. And I used to always get in trouble for pitching because I'd always try to like bounce it. Get, <laughs> catch, catch the kicker, catch the kicker. I don't call it a batter because you're not batting. No, you're not. But I used to catch, I used to want to catch them in the shin, like right in the ankle because you don't get it on the toe and you can't get a lot on it. Yeah. So I used to always try to catch them in the ankle or the shin and <laughs> just get them to pop it up. So I used to, I wasn't allowed to pitch too often. So I want to play shortstop to tag everybody out. Nice. It was awesome. But oh, yeah, recess memories. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big times. Oh yeah.
0: All right. That does it for the show again. This week's featured game Saturday, October 8th. Oshawa Generals Hamilton Bulldogs championship night down at first Ontario center. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the first weekend as much as we did, and it's just going to get even better as we move along throughout this OHL season. For Colin Ward, I'm Reese Dumaney. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will chat again in seven days.